Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Our guest today on the podcast is a recognizable presence in the Eugene area. Known for his diverse repertoire of business ventures and this huge infectious smile he wears every step along the way. Hailing from Inglewood, California, he came to us by way of a full-ride athletic scholarship to play linebacker at the University of Oregon. Coming up next on the Spent the Rant podcast, Robert James Alexander Hamilton, a.k.a. One Bad Dog. Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Self-Esteem Bo Willie. My guest today is Robert James Alexander Hamilton, a.k.a. One Bad Dog. Robert, welcome to the podcast. Yee, yee. Glad to be here, yo. Yo, thanks for doing <laughs> this, Robert. So, it's really cool. We, we, you know, we started talking about this a while ago, and I'm glad that we're finally doing this. Uh, you know, I work at the campus barbershop, and you yep, work yep. typically, so your cart moves around, and we're going to talk about that, but most of the time, you're at 14th and Kincaid, yep. 13th and Kincaid. 13th and Kincaid, that's home base. Right, kind of in front, across from the duck store, kitty corner to Taylor's, yep, a yep. lot of late nights. And we'll get into the hot dog stand in a little bit. Nice. And that, there's a lot of reasons I wanted to have you on. One, of course, is to talk about your Wiener Wednesdays and all the all the hot Yo, dog, all West the, Coast Wiener Tour, right? All the <laughs> hot dog stuff. And and I think food cart uh, owners are such a huge part of the community, especially in Oregon, mm-hmm. that it's cool to hear kind of like how it came to be and like you know what you're all about. Cool. So you came here from Inglewood, California. Born City in, of Champions. It's painful as a Duck fan to hear that, but it is a fact. And as, a, and as a Celtics fan, too. Yep, yep, yep. We play all Monday. So, Lakers. I mean, it's it's cool that, you know, that you came into enemy territory for this. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but you are a Duck. I'm talking more, I'm about, more yeah, about the I'm Celtics. A Once a Duck, always a Duck. Once a Duck, always a Duck. But the Celtics-Lakers yeah. thing is a lot of fun. And basketball in the NBA, especially today, is just fun. Oh, you yeah. know, the oh, competitions yeah. are just, it's it's a good time. Yeah, so trying to be a Laker fan, just had to slide that in there. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think the Celtics and the Lakers is more at this point is more of a fun rivalry. I think the Blazers yeah. have like a real sour. It's, it's it's so the tough thing about the Blazers and Lakers is me being a Laker up here in, in Blazer country is not an easy thing. No, but however, the Blazers, you guys just well not you guys, but the Blazers just signed. Uh, my old teammate Trevor Ariza. You played with him? Yeah, yeah, growing up. Oh wow, tra- traveling team and everything. Wow, high school. So he, yeah. wow, that's awesome. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's oh, cool. Yeah, TPI yeah I saw that they traded for him. They traded Baysmore, which was here for like a month, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, but I'm about to be taking some road trips up to Portland. Nice. Those yeah. Lakers or Blazers tickets are pretty steep. They are definitely. You know? So you grew up in Inglewood. Uh, yep, yep. You know, we're gonna talk a little bit about kind of upbringing you had. You had pretty strict parents kind of taught oh, yeah. you a work ethic you can talk a little bit on that oh yeah dad wasn't messing around man just 
getting getting work done. School is always first. I actually missed a lot of practice. Well, not a lot, but I miss practices. Like I said, I played with Trev. Um, there'd be days when my coach would come to pick me up and my dad would be like, your homework's not done. You're not going to practice. Wow. And I have to, most humbling thing is going to tell your coach downstairs, walk downstairs and be like, yeah, I can't go. I didn't do all my homework. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, I mean, it paid off. Cause... It paid off. That's that's kind of, you know, being, being the person told you can't go to practice, you're always mad, but from the outside looking in that's kind of how it should be yeah i thought because my dad was pretty he he talked work ethic but he he kind of had this attitude towards me he's like if you're not going to try i'm just gonna not that he gave up but he was just like fine you can fail on your own yeah and there's different strategies but i think pushing you the way he did it paid off and we're going to talk about that a lot because you have like 15 jobs i've been yeah (laughs) i've been able to cut some down now lately right yeah so we're gonna get into that in a bit yeah so growing up in inglewood uh did you always want to play for a school down there or, or what happened how did how did the university um, of oregon thing come about i'm gonna try to i'm trying to keep this under four hours so i'm gonna give you the cliff notes <laughs> right <laughs> basically how how i got into football man i let's see where can i start um so i got into basketball pretty late not until around i was 11 or 12 um my neighbor yannick he goes by thurs that's his stage name I just went to a basketball practice with him, and then uh, he stopped going to that, and then I got recruited by another team, which was the team Trevor played on, and uh, I played with them balling. Like, we went over all over SoCal, L.A., uh, Vegas, San Diego. We just taking championships from everyone. No one can mess with us. Right. Um, we were sponsored by Nike. Then I went to Westchester High School, uh, which is basically Nike High. Uh, so that's like and, a, almost a pipeline to UL. I'm sure that they probably were well for so Westchester's more basketball. Sure, Westchester's basketball. I um, I wasn't even involved in football until my junior year. Um, so I was actually playing basketball in Vegas the summer of my tenth year, I believe, tenth grade year. And uh, my coaches called me like Butch and Hatchet Man. Right. Because I could, I, I would mess people up. Like, some, someone told me at a young age, you take a foul, take a hard foul. Right. And that was just ingrained in my head. And so I would never foul out. But I, if people set picks on me, I would just run through it and, like, literally dip, right. my, sh- like, literally dip my shoulder. Play, like, playing the post and just, well, yeah. Yeah, I would, I would just dip my shoulder and run through people's picks and, and just right. take a hard foul. And for the rest of the game, they'll just ole me, you know. And then, uh, but the coach was like, cuss me out in front of the whole. And the crowd was like, you need to play football. I was like, don't be surprised if I do. And then I just stuck with it and actually went out to the team to try out. I still remember this. It was the worst day ever. I never played football. Like, didn't know what a post route was. Didn't know um, Didn't know anything. Didn't, like, literally, I've just, I've watched football, but it would just be, like, more like background noise, white noise to sure. fall asleep to, kind of. And uh, <clears throat> so my first route, I was supposed to run a post route. And I still remember, instead of running a post, I ran it like a drag route. Right. Because my my old teammate, Jason Benson, he had uh, locked me up. Like, he deemed me up, so I just ran like a little drag. And the coach like, what, what are you doing? I was like, well, he locked he deemed me up, so I just ran a different route. He's like, we don't do that here, man, in football. I was like, oh, okay. Right. And then um, <clears throat> figured it out that summer how to play receiver, my first game. Uh, I guess since we're talking about me, I guess I should talk about myself. Right. So my first game playing football, I got two touchdowns. You know, nice. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't play that next week against Crenshaw High. And I still remember walking to the bus and we had the white jerseys because it was a away game. 
I remember dropping my pads in the dirt to try to slide them in the dirt so it looked like I played. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I had the whitest jersey of everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then that following week, I started and never stopped starting. And then how did and you then, get uh, to, to defense? So that following, so I was killing that receiver that year. My quarterback said he can literally close his eyes and throw it at me and I'll right. catch it. Um, and, and, he was a, that, and playing basketball, I mean, that is it, a it was, huge it was help. A, it was a huge help. Like being in basketball shape and football shape is a big difference. Right. Um, but the hops and the vertical. The hops and no one can jump with me. Actually, my junior year, I was my first year doing track also. I was uh, I won the conference in the long jump and triple jump. Nice. And then I was fourth in the city of L.A. in the triple jump. A dude beat me by a half an inch on a six jump, and I'm still pretty mad about that. Because <laughs> one, two, and three go to state. Right, go, to like Sacra- go to Sacramento. Later, yeah. I'm, I'm still mad. Sure. I, was, I was back in, what, 2000, man. I'm still pissed off. I'm, I'm like, mad about a fumble yeah, in right. seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he, like, farted in the air or something to give him that extra half an inch. I don't know what happened, man. But um, so that following year, I went to – I wasn't getting the ball as much. And I asked the coaches, I was like, let me just do something on defense. Like, let me just do something. And uh, and I know about the positions or nothing like that. And he was just, and this wasn't YouTube time. YouTube wasn't readily available. Sure. And you couldn't just smartphone Google stuff. You had to wait for, you, I had to wait for my dad to get off the computer using AOL or something. Like <laughs> I, it wasn't even worth the, it right. wasn't even worth it to try to use the computer. And uh, so my, uh, so my coach is like, all right. So about three or four games in, we're playing Hamilton High School, which is pretty funny. Right. We're blowing them out the first half. The second half, third quarter comes around. Coach is like, uh, all right, Hamilton, go in there and just get the quarterback. I'm like, all right. So I ran in there all green and just a little innocent me. Just so I was so square. Like I was a bookworm and I was a nice dude and everything. But I go, I line up. I'm lining up in the receiver stance at DN, checking with the refs to make sure I'm not offsides. The ref's looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, wait, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> He's right. like, yeah. And then so I, I still remember this shit. The quarterback stands up, like he likes the ball. He stands up, and I'm I'm right there. Like as soon as he stands up with the ball, I'm, I rushed in and I'm standing right there with him. And I didn't know what to do. Like I had no clue. I grabbed his face mask. I like let him go. He rushes for like 15 yards. Oh man! The coach pulls me out. He's like, and I, like just a little innocent me. Sure. I still I still remember this. I was just so just so innocent, so humble, just so young, a little Josefino, and. uh the coach yells at me. He's like, Hamilton, what the fuck are you doing? And like, I, I, I sure my reaction was like, like, coach, is it supposed to be that easy? Because I thought I did something wrong. And he looks at me. He's like, Hamilton, get the fuck back in there. Right. <laughs> you know, so I go in just there. Just don't grab his face. Right? Yeah. He's like, he's like, he was just shocked at that reaction. Like, what the fuck? Like, go back in there then. And then, uh, so to fast forward that, I finished the season. So I played seven games at DN. Mm-hmm. I still have the sack record. I got 18 and a half sacks. Wow. Um, wow. And that's like serious. Let's like, you yeah. know, here we do 6A. I don't know how it is down there. But that's like when you're playing Crenshaw and Hamilton schools like that, yeah. those are like cream of the crop. Yeah. we were, yeah, uh, Dorsey High. So Dorsey ended up winning the city championships that right. year. Um, and this was, this, it was, I think it was a second round of playoffs where we played them at Westchester. Um, and it was just like one of those games that I'm sure everyone on the team, both teams would say that we was just, we could still be playing that today. Right. Like it was just such a fierce, ferocious game. Like we were all just battling and we were all friends too. Cause we all grew up and we're sure. all from the same area. Which so we're makes just, it, it's competitive. It's real competitive. Yeah. Like, and it's for the city championship. Cause you'll never just, not, you'll never hear the end of it if you yeah, lose. Yeah. And we're, yeah, exactly. And we're just battling, just talking to each other. Like, dude, I called you last week, you know, like, yeah, mom's just tripping, you know, <laughs> I couldn't, right. I couldn't get on the phone. Um, but that game, I didn't play the third quarter on defense. 
Um, we lost that game, but I got seven sacks that game. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I really think that uh, maybe Crunch or I mean not Crenshaw, uh, Dorsey's coach came over at halftime, told my coach or something like you, you can't, you guys can't play in third quarter at least, like make it fair or something. Wow. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, why would the coach not play? So me? were you kind of were yeah. they doing like stand up? You're playing defensive end. Were you like stand up or were you down uh, foot in the, I, hand I would, in the dirt? I, would, I, would, I by the end of the season, I was playing around. Right, because learning I, different oh, techniques. Oh yeah, man, I was, I was, I knew, I knew no one could stop me by that. Right, and like you those, probably had to. I mean, like well, those you said, fat no, boys couldn't. No stop one me. was stopping like, you, no but you still have me. to kind of mix it up to kind of keep them honest. And, exactly, exactly. But so. me and my buddy, so when they started double teaming me, my buddy Flip, he he was number sixteen, I was number fifteen. He would be able to get the quarterback, you know. So then, sure. there, so it, we were about the same size, about the same speed. Um, and then there would be times where we would just sandwich the quarterback, oh, like man. literally. Those just, are the best. We wouldn't even try to tackle him. We both just run right into when you're him and let seven him fall. In a, you know, when you're getting yeah. seven in the game, I know yeah. stats matter, but you're not like, man, I needed eight. Like, well, the thing is, at that time, I had no idea really how big sacks were. Sure, I was just playing the game. Like honestly, I probably was in my second year here at U of O, where um, I realized like how big sacks were, and I was like, oh shit, well I had eighteen and a half yeah like that's pretty cool right yeah. <laughs> you know and then uh like uh what's his name Kayvon Thibodeau what do you get like 17 right, you know right, he's right. five star type you know I'm just right. saying you know whatever I got 18 so how did half. so then Don Pelham yeah, was, DP. Was, yeah. was the court was the coordinator and he came calling so from from what I hear he was recruiting someone else on my squad and then uh saw he was looking at the highlight tape and saw I got seven sacks that game right and literally two weeks after that uh him and Aliotti, I think DP came first but uh they came, started talking to me about, uh, hey, man, like, we want you to go to Oregon. I had no idea who Oregon was sure. at the time. Like, I didn't, I'm like, well, it sounds, you know, sounds good. But I was selling dollar bags of candy. So I would walk around with a duffel bag and sell, I was selling candy in Already high school, too. Already the entrepreneur. Oh, right. man, I've been working since I was 11 years old. So. Right. Um, and so these two guys with suits would come to my high school and around lunchtime, and I didn't really know. I didn't know like recruiting trip. I didn't know what that means. They're like, okay, we're gonna go to this bowl game. Um, I'm like, it sounds good, but y'all can keep come talking to me because my candy sales go up every time y'all come. Sure, you know, because people are like, well, who's Rob talking to? And these guys in suits, right. so they would come and buy candy just to kind of overhear what we were talking about. So I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but it sounds good. Just keep it coming. Just keep it coming. And yeah, that you was guys probably around coming. 2001. That was right? 2001. Yeah. So when, so Joey uh, Harrington was their quarterback. And, yep. When and D, yep, DP was like, we're gonna go to this bowl game, and then after that, we're gonna trip you up to Oregon. Nice. So a couple weeks later, my dad's like, "Yay, hey, that team that's recruiting you, they're on TV right now. And so I turned the TV on. Fiesta. It's Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Co yeah, against Colorado. And so we're number, what, two in the nation? Yep. Ended it. And, and then, you know, the good news, because I, I started rooting for the Ducks 94. That's when I moved Okay, here. okay. And so I remember watching that's when Joey Harrington caught a touchdown pass. <laughs> and, and, I mean, you know, that was, that was yeah. it. That was when the Ducks made it to be a top 10 – you know perennial team every oh yeah year. oh yeah joey heisman the posters yeah, and billboards yeah. everywhere and so, so that like, was the uh, beginning so you came 2002 and then yeah. you were here you know you you stayed on the team for all five years but you struggled with injuries right I mean, yeah um so they paid for my college um so uh so that week after i saw joey and all of them on tv is when i came up to oregon right they picked me up in this this car that's really long and really black I think they're called limos. <laughs> and then, you know, in Inglewood, I live right by LAX. So I thought we were going to LAX. Then we make a ride on the 405 freeway off off Manchester. I'm like, where are we going? And we go to this private private airport. I think it's John Wayne out in Orange County. Wow. And I'm like, what? And we wow. hop on this jet. And I'm like, what? 
took my trip with Chris Solomona, Hello Dinata, and all the yeah, all the yeah. homies. We took our trip. Like so we made a couple stops in Fresno, went to Utah. Frisco to pick someone else up. When I you know like, if Haloti next to you on the line, that's gonna make I'm your like, life a lot easier. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I wasn't big into, sure, you know, I didn't know everyone at that time. Sure. But I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, what is going on? This yeah. is awesome. But uh, yeah, so I get here in the fall. Uh, I didn't know what a linebacker was. Still, no. At, I, that I, I, at that point, I didn't. I, wow. They offered me, and so I flew up here. They offered me, uh, and then uh, they're like, "We are. We're gonna give you." You know, it took about a week or so. They thought about it, and then I was like, "Hey, we want to offer you a full scholarship to Oregon to play linebacker." I didn't admit it then. I didn't really know what a linebacker was or did. Wow! But I'm like, "All right, I'm down." You know, I just knew I had to get bigger because I was like 185. I was receiver uh, size, 175, 185. And uh, so that fall, I came here, and I'll be up to like three or four in the morning, like literally rewriting the defensive playbook. Wow! Like just writing yeah. every writing every page out on my spiral notebook. Um, Cause I didn't know anything. I was like, if I, I just, I was just, I'm a study of the game, be a student it's of the like game. It's like your dad said, can't play football if you don't do your homework. You can't, yeah, exactly. You can't do, you know? can't do nothing. I mean, straight yeah. Up. yeah. If you don't do your homework, you can't really make it very far. Uh, you can wing it, sure. but you can't, you won't make it very far. Um, and then, so fast forward, uh, I, I go sit down with the coach weeks later and they're like, uh, so we want to use your, uh, red shirt freshman year. Cause we think you can play this year. Oh, I was so like, they were gonna. Just I was gonna be a true freshman linebacker, nice, man. Yeah. Like, uh, and my old team. I still remember Ian Reynoso and uh, Noka Lucas. They came. They came up to me. Uh, Ian was uh, probably a sophomore at that time, and Noka was a, a fre- freshman like me from Hawaii. And uh, I remember they set me down in the locker room. They like Rob. The offensive line fucking hates you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like awesome. straight up, I still remember. They like we're, we fucking hate you. But how are you doing this? Like, how are you getting in there? Like, what are you seeing? Right. Because they can learn from it. Well, you. yeah, because we're on the same team, technically. Sure, you know, sure. even though I want to make them look like fucking fools out right, there. Because right. I want to ball as a linebacker. You still want to win the look. game. So. Yeah, yeah, you know. And um, But at, at the same time, we're a team. And um, so I just told him, I was like, hey, man, I can see, just from studying fil- films and everything, because I was a stud- student of the game. I was like, hey, I can see your fingers are light, his are heavy. Like, I can tell when you're putting just two fingers on the ground. I can tell when he's putting three fingers on the ground. I can tell if it's a pass. I can tell your boot is pretty simple to figure out. Like, I can read the sweep. I was just telling him, like, just little things. Like, hey, if you tweak this or tweak that, I might not be able to see it. Right. You'll find ways. But still, at least telling them the cues that they're giving. exactly. So, I mean, I hope that that helped out. But, um, yeah, so, but make a long story short, the same day I was told I was going to be a true freshman, I tore my fucking ACL. Right. Same day. And no man. injuries previous. No, I just had a little stretch fracture. Um when I was running track, the coach made me run a fucking four by one the 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 first leg and I hated the four by one. Sure. I was a jumper and I can do the four and the eight hundred, but I hated the four by one because I'm like a dump truck, you know, it just takes me a while to get going. Right, but once right, I'm right. going, there ain't no stopping me. But uh I was running the first leg, the curve on the on the four by one, and I felt something popping my foot, but I had to keep running through it because I had to pass the baton. Right. And then I was in a stress fracture. I got a stress fracture and was in a boot for about I think five weeks. Right. Um, but but after it ruined it's my track done, season. Though. After yeah. it's done, it's like you look back, it was quick, it was mild. It was quick, it was mild. Right. It it sucked I didn't get to defend my title though. Sure. I wanted I wanted to win that I wanted to go to state in that triple jump, man. But But so that that ACL um, though, and yeah. I mean when that happened, because it became you ended up tearing your your other ACL. Yeah, yeah. I spent my eighteenth birthday in the house in Sacred Heart, um, with my left ACL. Then a year and three weeks later I tore my right ACL. Um 
rushing through the A gap on the weak side of the suite, man. Uh, you probably uh, see it every day. I should have went through the strong side, but I was just so young, Ikagi. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go in there, I'm just gonna blow it all up and take three three people down. Um, but I went head up head us up with Nick Stites on that one. He won. He he won that sure. battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he won that battle. I think Nick was probably what three three ten at that time, maybe. Right. You and know? that was in so, practice. Yeah, that was in yeah, practice. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one that one was in practice. Um and then that following year I came back, they weren't uh, they weren't sure if they were gonna have me on the team. But they were sure they were going to give me a... I'm still on a scholarship. And they guaranteed that. Well, kind of, sort of. It's year, year. That's a touchy, that's a touchy sure. subject. But every year you have to renew it. Right. Kind of you have to sign again. Um, but they didn't bring me in fall camp. They didn't. So that means I didn't go to school. Which if you're not in school, you don't get paid. So I'm like... And you also had to do pray to the NCAA. You can't work. So I'm just like broke. I can't eat with the team. Um, it's fall camp. This is my third year. And the coach is like, you still got to learn the plays. So I had to, but I couldn't study with the team just for per bio, per rules because sure. I'm not technically in fall camp. So I would have to study after the whole, all the linebackers leave. So I'm in there late at night, early in the morning studying. I would have to leave, work out on my own. Then the last couple of days of fall camp, the LBs kept getting hurt. Then they bring me in. Um, then it was either the following week or the week after. Um, so now I'm back. And uh, so we're blowing Idaho State out. Like, we're blowing them out. And the whole game, I'm just cocky. It's probably, like, my first, second week back. And I'm in pads. I'm just talking shit. I'm like, shoot, I might even get in the game, you know? Right. I might even get in this game. And then uh, fourth quarter comes around, and it's a timeout. And all the line, every position usually circles up. And the coach is like, uh, so all the linebackers, is about 14 of us. We're all circled up. And he's like, uh, DP's like, all right, so who hasn't been in the game? And, like, everyone looks at me and goes, Rob? Rob, put Rob in. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> like, like, put Rob in. I'm like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> nice. So he looks at me. He doesn't say anything. And we go to the sideline. And then uh, he goes, uh, Robert Hamilton, you and Josh Thomas Dotson, next play. And we look at each other. We're like, what? Nice. So I remember walking onto the, into the off the sidelines into the field. Like, that's a different feeling versus doing it in practice but sure. to do it with sixty thousand so people was, around now let me so that was your first time actually seeing the field yeah. in game action first and only time man yeah yeah so i step on i get on the field i'm like oh i'm like freaking out in my head but i'm keeping it cool i'm like lining up as a lb i'm reading my cues i'm like all right you know focus and read your keys so i look at I'm looking at fingers i'm looking at stances i'm like who's light who's heavy and then i'm like i look at one of the uh one of the guards i'm like eric and then they hiked the ball. It was one of my fucking high school teammates. I didn't even know he played for Idaho right. State. Yeah. And so they hiked the ball. And then I think I got ended up getting a half tackle or full tackle total. So two half sure. tackles, you know. But um, yeah, man. And then that, that next week, I fucking had to, my knee like locked up on me and I had to get another scope. Yeah. Um, which isn't really a big surgery, but. Um, it's still, yeah. it's like, it's, you know. Yeah, it was at that, by, by at that the, point, they're by just then, not even looking at you because it's a lot. Well, yeah. By then, that was my fifth surgery because i had wow. two acls and i had uh two scopes at the time where they just went in to clean up the scar tissue and stuff you know right um and so that would have been my third scope and then that january Bilotti set me in his office uh, after telling me it was my decision to make you know which hurt even more because i had to make that decision finally i'm like all right you know i'm gonna commit 100 percent. i was just casually going through it i'm like i'm gonna go 100 percent. then he sits me in the office he's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna take your scholarship you know and wow yeah that sucked um He's like, we'll pay for your school, but we're going to take your scholarship. I'm like, how about you just take the whole scholarship and let me walk on? And, you know, he was like, no, we can't do that. That's how confident I was sure. at, at the time. I was like, fuck it. Take the whole thing. I'll walk on. Like, 
because academically I can I knew at the time I can almost go anywhere just because just because because just because of the way I was raised right and stuff, you, you know had, just you I did was, your homework yeah I was like yeah I was like academically if I want to go somewhere academically academically I can focus on that and make that happen but I just got into this football thing I'm like I'm pretty fucking good you right. know at least in my mind I thought it was and then uh I mean proving it out there against draft picks and stuff like that right, against the right, right. number two team in the nation where you getting i'm having the coach yell at me like hey man you can't spin move around that block and make that tackle you you're supposed to be a practice dummy right now like, right you know so when i'm doing stuff like that but um so, so you got your but that sucked that sucked yeah. though man like yeah i couldn't even tell my teammates like i didn't even know how to tell my teammates like i'm not playing anymore like right like how, yeah, yeah yeah it was like i don't yeah it's like but you persevered yeah, got yeah. your degree yeah yeah I'm, actually i walked i'm six credits away okay i got math 105 yoga and tai chi left <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take that yoga yeah I, I do man i'm gonna do it eventually i'm just in you know in no rush you know sure i mean yeah. you're working you're you're gamefully employed in 15 jobs we'll yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah so I, i'll make it happen i mean and that's one of the reasons i wanted to have you on to talk about the football thing because you know one of the things about my podcast i want to bring people on that that don't get that it, I say the underrepresented, mm-hmm. but a lot of times people don't get to hear that side of it. How much, how much effort goes into it. And then yeah, it lot, just falls man. short, you know, and it's, it's not lot, like it was yeah. a failure. I mean, that's not the way not I, at all. I look at it. Cause you learn so much and are a better character because of it. Oh yeah. But man, man that's, yeah, when that's you, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And you get, I just didn't plan from the end of my career to be me sitting down in the office being told by right someone like hey you know i'm 60 and my knees hurt so you're 20 and i think your knees might hurt 40 years from now it's like what yeah let's ride to the wheels fall off man Shit, I'm, right. I'm repping the ducks so i'm about and to it, i'm about to be the best in the pack 10 at that age at that you time, can't even you know, think about 10. that yeah, like no. your future is probably right though i mean in some ways well like, yeah i mean now I've, i feel it like i had to start working out again and stuff like that uh, which has helped out a lot with right. my knees and stuff but um and it, at least it was knees and not like what was Marshawn Lynch saying? Protect your mentals. Protect your mentals. You know? I mean, but that's a scary thing. But to be honest with you, man, that that actually that actually kind of fucked me up in the head for a long time. I bet. Yeah, I bet. yeah, just yeah. I bet because no matter what, and I, I couldn't mean, talk about it. Like, competitive you know, spirit. Yeah. Well, and that's I. That's why I appreciate you coming and doing yeah, this. You know. Yeah. So we do have you know a lot to talk about. So let's get to uh, you know the work stuff that you have gone full full steam ahead and now yeah, your yeah. work ethic we've mentioned before came from a lot of dedication from your dad but then it's something inside of you too that you ran with and i'm sure that kind of those struggles in football mm-hmm. probably pushed it too because you're like i'm gonna make sure i'm i'm the best at everything i do yeah well um no you you nailed it uh not that necessary i have to be the best well not the best i, I have, to, I'm be, gonna I have take to give it. my best effort right 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 um I mean, if I if I eventually become the best wiener man, that'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right now I'm pretty sure I'm the strongest. Sure. You know, on the West Coast, at least. So know, how did that? This, how how did the car? I mean, machine. <laughs> so for one, what made you want to stay in Oregon? I think my audience that is a lot of Oregonians would want to know this. Um, know? The low overhead and the high quality of life. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I just think that's a really good combination. And uh, when I got everything taken from me, uh, basically after finishing playing football, I just I just got the rug swept under, pulled from under me, and uh, as far as just my my financials and everything, like I had to just get to the grind. Right, and so you're almost um, kind of not that this is it's worked out good, but like you're kind of stuck in a sense too. Here, in, in, right? a, in a in a good way, sure. In a good way. I mean, I I have done it before. I know I can go down to zero and just randomly pop up in the city and just grind right. and make it happen. And I mean, then obviously you know, not now. The, I'm like, I mean, nah. I can still do it now. I sure. Can, I can I can throw everything to the curb, man, and 
and give everything away for free and right. and, and just randomly start over um I'm confident in knowing that because I've done it. Yeah, you know, I've done, very, it a, I've done it a couple of times. It's a very like, liberating yeah, thing. Yeah, know? versus just thinking about maybe can I do it, but to be able to replay situations in your mind to know that you have done it and you can do it. Right. It's like you, dude. Like I can get rid of everything and be well. Not being you know, just get, not being be afraid okay. of, of starting over mm-hmm. also allows you as an entrepreneur to take risks. Yeah, and that's how you succeed. Oh yeah. So oh, that's yeah. that's pretty big. So you did a lot of different jobs, bartending mm-hmm. uh, at Rennie's and, and doing security at Taylor's. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I, there's a list. I think there's a long Lands cabinet. You've Lands. done a lot, so been a lot of hotel Bros. stuff. What do you do with the night hotel? auditor? I was a, I was a night auditor at the hotel. Okay. So basically I just did the financials uh, at the middle, in the middle of the night and um, got yelled at because that's the graveyard shift. So usually anyone checking in right. is either drunk, yep. flight got in late. Your social, <laughs> you your social media, um, is anyone that's listening to this that knows you knows because they follow you on social media, it's a crack up because you talk about customers yeah. and you talk about management yeah, and it's I get so it. good. Yeah, I get it all. It's it's Because eventually one day I'm not going to have um, ma- managers or bosses sure. and superiors because eventually I want to be independent on my own and right. i will be that manager and that supervisor to where my employees will probably be talking shit about me behind my back sure. or right into my on face facebook. Or on facebook or yeah. right even to my face like um but it's the reason why i have these jobs as i've gotten older is for those stories that's good though you I know mean, and it's fun it's fun to share i definitely people, respect you know? your your outlook and your positive attitude towards everything you know thank you man and that's something that where when we became friends because i'm not even I mean, hot dogs at a food cart. It's like no one's going there for the food. It is good, and you make you had me try some stuff, and we're gonna talk about that because you brought something to the table where we had some syrup and peanut butter on a hot dog. Yeah, and that was a game changer. That that was that was out on spicy dog, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. because it's like I mean, it makes sense. It's like (laughs) breakfast, you know. Yep, without the hot dog bun on a sliced Hawaiian bread. So let's talk some hot dogs. So how did the hot dog cart come to be? There was a woman. What was her name? She used to. So that was Sherry. And did you work for her initially? No, you just straight bought. No, the um, so Sherry was the second. Um, so that cart's been on campus since '96. Wow, yeah. Um, so Hot Dog Tim, he built that cart, the same one I'm using. Um, he had it for ten, and then Sherry, um, she had it for she had it for ten, and now I'm going into my this is my fifth year now. Wow. Um, so we don't call ourselves owners of the cart; we're stewards mm-hmm. of that corner of that cart. You know. Um, I'm just representing the One Bad Dog brand, man. I didn't come up with it. Um, I didn't come up with the idea to sell hot so dogs. So One Bad there. Dog was the existing name. Yeah. So 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 two weeks after I agreed to to take over the hot dog cart, I realized I was like, I was like, I was out there. She was training me, and I was like, Sherry, actually, I never thought about this, but because she didn't have it advertised anywhere, I was like, what's the name of the hot dog cart? And uh, <laughs> she's like, One Bad Dog. <laughs> like are you serious she's like yeah i'm like that's awesome that's pretty funny that's that's awesome it made me it made me laugh the first time i heard it um and then i've i've just been advertising it all over i always talk about one bad dog and then yeah yeah and you ran with it with the oh yeah one bad dog i got i got my hat on right now right you got got your sticker i got the t-shirt i got it on my vest right now man i gotta represent uh it's fun to say this logo actually i came up with uh while I was working the graveyard shift, there was a bunch of things I had to do to stay awake. And just me tinkering around, just that's when I came up with the logo. Like, obviously, I can outsource 
And I got a lot of people that can come up with crazy great logos, but I just really like this one because I know I was up at three thirty eight in the morning. Because <laughs> you made it yourself. Doing yeah, just tinkered around, staying awake on and, the on the company computer, coming up with. And this if logo, you're listening but, to this yeah. and you can't see it, obviously, so go to the Facebook page. There's gonna be links in the show notes for the Facebook page and the Instagram for One Bad Dog. One and Bad Dog D A W G. Because the promotional stuff, it's a good thing to follow because you post some funny stuff and some great, Thank you, some man. great uh, food porn too. So. Yeah, free wiener pics. <laughs> so, so let's get into that. So there's a lot of little phrases that you have. Some of them are a little, we'll just say colorful. Yeah. yeah. And so never force a wiener. The never the, the Wednesdays you do uh, free wiener pics. Free wiener pics every day, all the time. All the time. All the time. So what's just Wednesday to, about? You got a special so I got uh, I'm home of the wiener Wednesday. Right. Um, so when I first took over, we weren't really we weren't opening that night at all, and uh, I just saw a spot open Wednesday nights, and then Taylor's does the dollar beers. Oh yeah. And at the time, I wasn't working any graveyard shifts. Um, at that time, when I thought of it, on Wednesday nights, um, and so I'm like, fuck it, let's just do Wiener Wednesdays. And so during the days, I do a five dollar special, a five dollar combo. Right, right. With a bag um, of chips, soda, bag of chips, shit, soda, or a Capri Sun or a Kool Aid, depends on what I have out there, or a Tiki Punch, a little Shasta, <laughs> a little, you know, someone wants some bottle water, I got right, the right. bottle water on yeah. deck too. You know, if they just want a high five, I got a high five too. Never force a Wiener. Um, and so Wednesday nights, I would just open up Wednesday nights, and then I, my my buddy at Taylor's, the GM over there, he uh, obviously they got the plug on sign makings and stuff like sure. that. And I'm like, hook it up with the the one bad dog has that wiener. Oh, on the vinyl, on the vinyl, yeah. 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 And then that's why it says uh, "Home of the Wiener Wednesdays" out front. Yeah, and that's at night. And that I mean, well, it was at night. I don't open up at night anymore. Um, eventually, I'm gonna hire people, uh, and then we're gonna open back up Wednesday nights. But my other job at Lands. I'm there till anywhere between one or two or three a.m. Right, uh, you know, all up on that. Always, song. always working. I read a Gotta quote. Grind, man. I read a quote. I think it was in the Emerald that mm-hmm. you had said, "You're never working. You just get to get paid to do what you love." Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's awesome. Yeah, because thank you, man. Yeah. because it's. I mean, if everyone can have that mentality, you know, it's like sometimes. Uh, as a barber, I get, and you're a barber as well. Yeah, you? I've been cutting hair since 2002, man. Yeah, yeah. I cut it. Yeah, I used to cut so much hair, for, much hair for the ducks that. When I was on like game weeks, I would be able to. I would only be able to hold the clippers with two fingers because they would get so hot. Sure. And oh I, man. Yeah. You know. But I mean, so, it, as but, a yeah. barber, like there's days where I'm like, man. I just, uh, but then I yeah. lately I've been really trying to kind of to be like, it's no, not be easy. in the moment. Like yeah. each reset every customer. You know what I mean? So right. that when they come through, you reset and you give them your all because everyone everyone deserves it. And and it's not always you know that what easy, you though. do. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's. People can say what they want. It's like, oh, it's just hot dogs. And no, no, no. Go oh, experience yeah. what you do. Because what you do is everyone that comes up, they feel like they're special. And that you do something to make them feel like they're, you know. I try. It's, it's more than just a $5 hot dog. Yeah. Know? No, I try. Thank and you. And then you got you, the hot dog Sammies. I don't know if you've just given up on bread well, so, <laughs> or on uh, buns. Well, uh, well so um, how that happened, uh, I was actually just eating, eating at home the hot dog and at home i always use sliced bread and so i just thought about it because like you know just like if you go around and tell people like oh i got a hot dog stand it's like all right we well, got hot dogs it's like that's everywhere every hot dog stand yeah, yeah. every hot dog stand has hot dogs right majority of them have hot dog buns and i'm like all right so what can i do that'll make me different than every other hot dog stand out there right and i'm just like i have to have hot dogs so i was like fuck it i'm 86 to hot dog buns and it was not an easy decision at all. Like I stressed about it for a couple of weeks, like <laughs> internally. And uh, I, I, when I finally did it, I was nervous, and then I made sure I just didn't get in some old cheap, 
cheap just thick just bread, 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 right. bread so i get i got the uh hawaiian bread yeah yeah um and that's been a that's been a hit man and i'm i'm kind of i'm really glad i did it because uh, it kind of changed the game and mainly is because with the sliced hawaiian bread it's from france it's the, lo- the local company right, right. um so i get to promote them and uh it's open face so that way i could put more toppings in it mm-hmm and uh it just looks real cool when and i got all the toppings in it so you know like we had talked up. about before you've done like the breakfast like the the syrup and the breakfast and dog peanut butter yeah syrup peanut butter i got applesauce and, yeah yeah i got the um so now i got the pastrami um so i put the pastrami on there and brulee it and torch it on top oh, of there and the pepperonis on there oh, man. i was gonna do it on the grill but then uh I, I i try to keep my 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 work work to a minimum so i'm like if i do a grill i'm have to clean the grill and sure all that stuff so i'm like fuck it i'll just torch that bitch on the torch That's it on awesome. the hot torch it on top so, of the hot dog so so you know yeah. you're the winter you've been pretty much not not yeah out there. so i haven't i haven't opened the last like couple months um mainly just because when i wake up and it's ice out there and perks of perks of being a business That's owner it's it. like you know what like hey never force a wiener i live that dog well and being you on know? campus i think that people know you're gonna be back and i think that you'll have a flood of it, it, it balances out. It's funny. Well, yeah, I'm all, that, well, I'm also in charge of marketing, so I got to keep demand high. You yeah, know? right. So I can't always pull my wiener no. out. <laughs> no, but it's true because you do because people yeah, will, yeah. will see you again and they're going to be like, oh, oh yeah. my God, Rob's so, back. Like a hot dog guy's back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Wiener, so yeah. the never force a wiener thing, I want to yeah. talk about that. that <laughs> never you force had not a wiener. started that as a commentary on, on sexual assault. Correct? No, no, that's correct. And yeah. it's funny because it's become something that you're known for that I swear has been received way better than I would have assumed. <laughs> Same. Yeah. You know, cause it's funny that, you know, you know, I've seen it. I'll be, I'll be walking by and you'll be like, you want a, you want a wiener? And they're like, you want a hot dog? And they're like, no, thanks. You're like, never force a wiener. Never force a wiener. <laughs> yeah. And it's just funny cause they'll, they'll yeah. laugh. And yeah. I, I think it's cool because it's not a, a subject. Again, you didn't start this with that intent, No. but no. it's not a subject that we should take lightly. But at the same time, not I think it's one of those things that is being it's, received the right way. Like a joke that people are getting. Yeah. And it's rare. E- even vegetarians, man. They're about the never force the wiener movement. Oh, that's, you know? <laughs> that's actually a good point. That's a good point. Do, do you have any vegetarian options or just... Yeah. Uh, so I, I was talking about this with a young lady last night uh, also. I don't do veggie dogs mainly because of the fact that I don't want to cook them. In. It's, a di- it's impossible. Well, well, small well, they're, well, I can do them. They're really small, the veggie dogs, and they're really expensive. Right. I want to keep it cost effective, sure. and then also I don't want to cook the veggie dogs in the same water as the right the pork hot dogs. Right. Same as this one restaurant I used to work at. I'm not going to say the name, but they had a uh, veggie hamburger patties. What are they called? Veggie veggie patties or whatever. Garden burgers. Uh, garden burgers. Yeah. And they garden just bur- throw them on the grill. Well, no. So the garden burgers, <laughs> they were dropping them in the grease, the same grease they were using at the chicken tenders Seriously. and stuff. They stopped doing that eventually, but I'm like, kind of defeats the purpose. But also the sales really high for those because it's like. The vegetarians are eating a, a chicken a chicken dipped yeah. garden burger. <laughs> but, I, and I've heard that a bunch. Yeah, and people yeah. people are, are quick to it. And I mean nowadays yeah. people are educated on on what they're putting in their bodies. Right. And so sometimes I so what I do is I rotate hummus in. Um so you can get the same topping. So I rotate the hummus in there. I got the sliced themed Hawaiian bread, throw some shredded pepper jack on there or some cheddar cheddar jack on that and some sweet relish or, right right or some all the goods you know and people but, um, are loving that i'm sure but then yeah and also i have the peanut butter and jelly too um and that's a hit the peanut yeah, butter P- and P- hot dogs and J. Is yeah, a pb hit. and j and hot dogs is good or just you know for the vegetarians the pb and j and applesauce i think the pb and j is a really cool thing to have at a cart you know there's a place uh i don't think i've ever been there but there's a place out in the wit that is like 
their whole focus is peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Really? That's crazy. And it's great because they have a lot of, you know, you can do the Elvis, you know, it's peanut mm-hmm. butter, bacon, and, and uh, peanut butter, bacon, and banana mm-hmm. is what the Elvis is. Nice. It's what killed him. That and cocaine. Really? Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's above my pay grade, knowing yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's true. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's a really cool thing because that's just an old time classic that, you know, it's like you never really, I don't know, for PB&J, I'm like, I don't know, man. And then you eat one. You're like, ooh, why yeah, have I so not yeah. been doing this? Right, yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the goal of my cart. Um, eventually, I'm going to have a lot more crazier toppings. Um, yeah, maybe themed days. The, every, exactly, man. I just try to keep on moving parts to a minimum because I can get oh, really overwhelmed really quickly just thinking about different options. And, right. Because most of my new thing can make me So where's the best? I mean, it. Instagram and Facebook are, you know, do you use Twitter? I don't. I, I don't, don't. I don't really promote Twitter on the podcast, but yeah, Instagram. Instagram, it's Facebook. At, at one bad dog. D a w g. D a w g. And then uh, on Facebook, there's going to be a link in the show notes. I'm sure it's the same. Yep. It's one bad dog. Dot com slash one bad dog. D a w g. D a w g. You know, the home of the Wiener Wednesdays. The and, uh, West Coast Wiener Tour. But if you're not into hot dogs, we never force a wiener. Never force so. a wiener, yo. So Rob. Yeah, I got that. Um, yeah, the the never force a wiener. Give you a quick story how that started um i know we're on a time limit you know i want to respect that and you know i got a black to get to <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh so when i first took over the uh, sherry hot dog lady she's like rob dog you know i wasn't rob dog at that time though but she's like rob just never never force the cart if you're having a bad day don't open it like at all she'll always take care of you uh, and she told me that and then uh so you know like where i'm at there's a bunch of people always walking by like the new college students and the dads and their parents are giving the tours and you can just see in their face they're stressed out and like oh it's gonna cost this much money like i'm going to the hell of debt and i could just see it in their face and i just be like complimentary like hey sir like would you like a hot dog you know my treat you're like get out of here hot dog guy fuck off you know i don't want no <laughs> hot dog and i'm like you're right sir like never force a wiener <laughs> and, and they probably make some smile and it was like they're like you're going to Oregon. This credit card's for the hot dog guy only, you know, like and so just seeing their reaction so much, I it kind of it really stuck. Yeah. And then I just started advertising it. First I was just saying it without posting it, you know, cuz that's obviously kind of kind of out there. It's out there and then like eventually I just started posting it all the time and it's been a hit. Um the hashtag the hashtag never force a wiener and I spell wiener E I cuz I used to listen to a lot of Nelly back in the day. So, underlay, underlay, mama, E-I, E-I, uh-oh. <laughs> Let's pop it in that. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, so that's the Never so Force a Wiener movie. Speaking of music, you yeah. had mentioned the, uh, your buddy. What was his name again? The MC Thur- Which, Thurs. 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 What up, yo? So we were gonna, T-H-U-R-Z. I always play a song at the end of a show, and I usually like to stick it local. But we're going to give a shout out to Thurs. Thurs. We're going to play some Thurs. What up? We're going to play some Def Divine. Is what Def we're Divine. Do. That's what's up. But shout Another, out to Thurs, Don Kenny, all y'all mofos down there. LA. Right. Inglewood still tipping. What up, yo? Yeah. So, so Rob, I really appreciate you doing this. It's really cool to hear what you have to say about, you know, your football experience and obviously hot dogs. Yeah. And everyone knows where to find you. 14th and Kincaid. You go to different places too. You, you, uh, you, you do in some of the duck games, football I games. I do. Um, I'll still be in the same spot on campus, cross street from the duck store. Uh, yeah. Yeah. During the season, I, I might be at Austin, but you got to buy me out private party type. <laughs> You I know, know that you did a Toyota yeah. event. I did. Yep. I My did, buddy Jeff uh, Cutsinger. Memorial, shout yeah, out to Cuts, Jeff Cuts. Shout out to he Cuts. was there. He, hooked, he, he was, hooked that up. He's the one who hooked it up. Yeah. He was yeah. pretty stoked about it. Same yeah. Way. No, it was fun, man. Just just wieners and cars. 
Yeah. You know, just out there slanging Wayne. Those guys have some funny stories. Yeah. The, I mean, that's a perfect vibe. A hot dog guy and a bunch of a bunch of salesmen. Yeah. That's a, he said yeah. it was a really good, it was a hit. You sold out. It was fun. It was fun, man. So that's cool. So yeah, private parties, you can, and then again, yeah, if private you're in a private party, you can contact, uh, you know, one bad dog. Yeah. I got a sliding scale, you know, just come at me with what you got and I, I can make my wiener happen. <laughs> All right, man. So thanks again for doing this. And yeah, we're going to end yeah, it with yeah. a new uh, single from Deaf Divine Local MC. This is a, Deaf Divine with Glow. Robert that Glow. What up? If you want to get lit, do the opposite of this. But if you want to get enlightened, then follow my tips. First step, mind control. Gotta read a lot of books so your mind can grow. Next step, gotta let your past go. And open up your heart so your energy can flow. If you feel you gotta know when you're feeling less than all. Gotta look within and take care of your soul. Last step, no, there's always more to know. Drink H2O, yo, this is how you glow. Shining brighter than a diamond. It's the type of glow you can't take off. Cause it's coming from inside them. Like a pregnant mother, no days off. More flow than Poseidon This energy can set the whole place off I ain't trying to make you less lit like a fireman Watching the world burn while I'm president He plays golf The all-American Adolf While my former rap heroes take their capes off These entertainers are con men like Madoff Promoting drug addiction simply cause it pays off These rappers ain't even sick at best a lame cough Opposite of woke brain stay soft I get my flex on and shake the hate off While they pop a pill of this and fade off Ain't nobody wanna think no They don't really wanna feel either But I'm trying to see my scene grow Practice what I preach like a real If you wanna get lit Do the opposite of this But if you wanna get enlightened Then follow my tips First step, mind control Gotta read a lot of books so your mind can grow Next step, gotta let your past go And open up your heart so your energy can flow If you feel you gotta hold when you're feeling less than old Gotta look within and take care of your soul Last step, no, there's always more to know Drink H2O, yo, this is how you glow Now put your hands in the air Everybody get down But keep your hands in the air though Cause there's a new sheriff in town So dope, I charge 10 a key My mental steed's equivalent to 10 degrees Cold flow, opposite of Usher, I'ma let it freeze If you wanna get lit, do the opposite of this But if you wanna get enlightened, then follow my tips First step, mind control Gotta read a lot of books so your mind can grow Next step, gotta let your past go And open up your heart so your energy can flow If you feel you gotta hold when you're feeling less than old Gotta look within and take care of your soul Last step, there's always more to know Drink H2O, yo, this is how you